I'm Rachel. I come from Hong Kong. I came to London in August 2022.大家好,我叫Rachel,中文名是李峰青,我在上年8月来到London. Where am I? Yeah, I'm uh, right now a caseworker in a NGO and we are in the uh, office in in Waterloo. We called uh, Hong Kongers in Britain. Where was I born? I was born in Hong Kong, actually island called Chan Chang in Hong Kong. It's like a very peaceful uh, island yeah, compared to the, the Hong Kong, Kowloon and New Territories. It's like a little paradise for Hong Kong because when you come to Chan Chow, it's like there's there's nothing messy. It's just a peaceful feeling when you come to when you visit Chan Chow. It's an island so surrounded by the ocean. People uh, will would love to go to Chan Chow because of the beach. Actually, when I'm in my childhood, I go to the beach every day after school. My mom will take me and my sister go to the beach, and we are so tan. Because you know the swimsuit? Yeah, you, we, we have a big circle in my back, and I remember that one time when I go to the health chat at the yearly annual health chat, and the doctor asked my mom, why there's a big black circle on my back? And then my mom replied to him that, ah yeah, because we go swimming every day. After my graduation, my university graduation is like eight years ago, myself moved to the Hong Kong island because it's much more convenient to the work. Who did I travel with? My story is that uh, my family came to uh, UK two years ago and I'm the last one in my family to come to uh, UK. They are right now staying in Birmingham, my uh, parents, and then me and my sisters staying in London, but we live separately. They, they have a friends in Birmingham, so they, they, so they land in Birmingham in the first time because they have a friend in Birmingham. But I think besides that friend, they don't have anyone know in UK. Yeah. It is it's quite common for a lot of uh, uh, family that uh, moved to UK in these two recent years. So you can imagine how bad the situation is in Hong Kong. Because my uh, grandma uh, passed away in recent years, I think if my grandma's still alive, my mom won't come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's like uh, she don't have any attachment or any other things she needs to worry. So it's a, 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 a like a relief because my, my grandma's sick for a very, very long time. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, every time when I go back to Birmingham, and oh, I'm always amazed at how my parents can adapt to a new country, especially in their age. Yeah, and to be, uh, frankly, uh, my dad has a better English level than my mom, but I can I can sense that my mom, even in her age, uh, she is still learning English, and I think it's very difficult for her to to talk to local people, but. I can observe that she she did try her best. Yeah. It's it's difficult for me, so it's so hard to imagine how hard for them. Yeah. 
Uh, right after 2019, uh, my family and I considered about immigration and the first place that we thought about is uh, Taiwan. But right after the UK government announced the BNO route, then we immediately decided to change our destination to UK. It is because we don't think Taiwan is the best place to uh, immigrate is because of the political reason. Somehow um, the people in Hong Kong will, will foresee that Taiwan will be the second Hong Kong. The Chinese government will soon invade Taiwan um, in the foreseeable future like uh, 10 or 20 years. Uh, later, and we don't want to immigrate again. We, we all understand that immigration is a hard thing for the whole family. So we don't want to go through again in 10 years later. So we immediately decide to go to UK. We, we all know that there's already some sign in Taiwan because there's a politician this close to the CCP. And yeah, it is like a pattern or track we can we can foresee. I came here with my two cats, so I have to plan a lot of things. Uh, yeah, for the uh, injection and then to book the flights because there are a lot of people came to immigrants to UK and with their pets. So the flight is very, it's hard to get the flight tickets for the pets. Yeah, so I've been uh, planning this for, for six months just for the cat. Actually, their English name is called Hello and Kitty. <laughs> yeah, because I have two cats. <laughs> yeah, one is Hello and one is Kitty. They are both fat cats, so you know, fat cats can settle everything uh, as long as there is food. Yeah. What was my home country like when I left? I, I remember that back in 2019, there's uh, the very severe or uh, intense protests in Hong Kong. And this is the first time our family talk about immigration because of the political reason. It's lucky for me that my whole family is, is on the democracy side because a lot of my friends that they are the younger generation and they are like uh, the, the against the government and their parents, they are older generation and they will support the government. So there's a lot of tension between the family, but it is very lucky for me that my whole family is on the same page. So this is the first time that we brought up that we would immigrate. But at that time, there was no piano visa for, for, for us. So we are just thinking, oh, what, uh, where should we go? Uh, the most likely place will be Taiwan. Yeah, back back then and then after the UK government announced the BNO visa then our family uh, it's like without any consideration that okay then we'll move to UK like this. Uh, when I left uh, Hong Kong is quite messy for me. The messy is not a physical messy, it's like the atmosphere. Yeah, people are very frustrated, very disappointed and angry towards the government and, and the political situation. Uh, because my family planned to journey here for almost two years, uh, so it is it gives me a lot of time to plan my journey for like to tidy their things and then help my family to finish some family issues in Hong Kong. What was my biggest memory of my country? Oh, okay. Uh, 
It's a little bit cliche, but uh, my biggest memory uh, will be the the view of uh, the Victoria Harbour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of tourists will come to Hong Kong and look at the view. Back then, when I don't have any plan to leave Hong Kong, I would just like, oh, it's nothing special. Why, why people come and look at this? But because I have two years to plan to leave, and then the last two years, I often go to the seaside and look at the harbor view because I think it's really beautiful. And I got sad because I miss Hong Kong so much. Oh my god, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect I would cry. Yeah. So, yeah. Did I have any English before I arrived? Of course, as you know, um, Hong Kong was uh, a colony of uh, UK, so we have to learn English since uh, kindergarten. But uh, it's like a culture of Hong Kong. When we learn English, we seldom speak because the atmosphere in Hong Kong, especially the education in Hong Kong, Hong Kong is not an encouraging place for for the children to try and error we always encourage the, to just do your best and don't embarrass yourself so people from hong kong is quite scared to talk to uh, the local people because our verbal english is not that good but uh, generally too afraid to ask questions to make mistakes yeah yeah, yeah. Cantonese is my uh, first language and we also, uh, most people will learn Mandarin and yeah, because of the uh, immersion of Hong Kong and, and China, people nowadays, the students speak very fluent Mandarin but for my generation or my sister, uh, our Mandarin is so-so but we can, uh, we can communicate uh, using Mandarin uh, if we need to but for our generation uh, we kind of like we try to not use mandarin because because of the political reason can i remember my first day in london i, I can remember that because we are trying to rent a place so obviously we can't cook because we don't have a stable uh, living place and then I remember it's it's quite signature that uh, we just wandering around in the street and then we saw a restaurant and then we go into the restaurant and it is quite a typical English restaurant fast food I guess it's so terrible the food it's very very terrible oh yeah and and then, then okay then I tried English food the pork chop is so dry. Yeah, it's very very terrible. And the music is ah, <laughs> yeah yeah. So, how does London compare to where I came from? Yeah, for the one side, it's quite similar because it's always hustle. Yeah, yeah. People walk so fast, and I know the people is not bad here, but it's not that friendly. I guess comparing London to other uh city in UK. Yeah, but for the different side, I think it's a it's uh much more diverse. Yeah, well, we can see a lot of this different people, different race, also gender, different gender. It's not only female and male. Yeah, but back in Hong Kong, Hong Kong is quite a right or wrong, black or white. Yeah, it's a 
binary city. People always argue is it right or wrong, male or female. It's just like we only have two options. Even in our education or in work, of course there are many jobs or yeah, many jobs in Hong Kong, but deep down in our mind there's only two jobs, one that you can earn money and one that you cannot. The rent and the price of buying a flat in Hong Kong is so high, it is unlikely to afford a, a house if you don't uh, work in some money-making industry. So the parents were so worried about their children, so they have to pressure to make a right choice, Yeah, because it's not affordable to live in Hong Kong if you, if you don't make a right choice for your own. Yeah, so uh, a lot of parents will urge their children to study uh, business. Of course, it's so uh, it is the best that you can be a doctor or a lawyer. Or if not, then you have to study business because you can earn money. Otherwise, the other jobs is like okay, you can chase your dream, but it's not an ideal way to to survive in Hong Kong. Yeah, it's like that. But in uh, London, it's a much more diverse and vibrant city for me, and I love it so much because of the culture. Yeah. Is there anything that I miss in Hong Kong? I have a lot of friends still uh, in Hong Kong because there's a lot of reason that they still uh, stay in Hong Kong which I am so admire them because they still uh, try to do the right things for Hong Kong even the the situation is worsened uh, nowadays yeah uh, a lot of a lot of my friends still facing dangers in Hong Kong because of what they have done or still doing I'm constantly worried about them but uh, it's their choice and also a lot of us will feel guilty because we leave Hong Kong because it's like abandon our home country once you leave the place of course you can say that you can change this place outside of Hong Kong we can still do things for our home country but in my point of view it's not the same yeah it's just not the same it's not effective enough you will uh, when the times go goes by you cannot really get in touch what what is going on in that place yeah because yeah so i'm still very very admired them to stay in hong kong and still fight for hong kong for the uh, democracy of course we can help them we can still do things in uk but it's just not the same yeah. have i experienced anything in london that made me regret coming here i don't think as a newcomer i don't have enough observation uh, in London, yeah, I think I'm still learning. So, so I think for for right now, this this stage of me, I can't think of anything. Yeah, has London changed me? Yeah, of course, of course. And I think because back in Hong Kong, like I'm local, I'm the mainstream in Hong Kong, and. I, I can feel the city as okay this is my home this is how this city works I know I'm so familiar with how the city works but when I moved to the new country I become the minority in this in this country in this city so it's definitely changed my view of how a city works when I moved to London I think it helps me to become more humble 
I need to constantly remind myself that I need to learn more uh, to improve myself so that uh, I can I can help more people yeah I, I can do my best in my job yeah I think it's a good thing for me to become more humble more grounded and yeah just keep telling myself to learn a new thing in a day yeah I, I, I like this feeling a lot and I, I haven't got this feeling since university. I like the feeling that I'm like a sponge yeah, to absorb new things. Yeah, it's, it's like a process of uh, learning and practice. Yeah. I, I haven't had this feeling for a long time because when you are in, in that job position for a long time, everything you will get used to and sometimes you, uh, sometimes you have your own opinion about a thing that you won't change. When you move to a new environment, you have to start it over. Yeah, and I, like, I, I quite like this feeling. As a minority uh, living in a country, it's so many things you have to be careful. We have to be careful because we don't know if we offend someone in a way that we didn't recognize. Yeah, and I think the racial things is another new thing for me. There's a lot of race in London, a lot of cultural things that we have to aware. Like in Hong Kong, we, we always define people of their race. It's like, okay, we Hong Kong people and they the mainland people and they the, the South Asian people. And we have a, a lot of negative nickname for, for, the, for the race. Yeah, uh, of course I, I won't use them, but it's a common thing for especially the, old, the older generation to call them their nickname. Yeah, they are not intentionally bad, but it's, it's like a, yeah, they, they grow up this way. Their parents taught them that way. Yeah, so uh, we have to be careful in here that uh, because sometimes even we are using the Cantonese to say them, they themselves think, oh, I'm using Cantonese, they won't aware. But, but no, you can, they can sense their tone from, from your tone that, that they know that you're saying about them. I think this is something that me and my parents or my relatives when communicating, we have to be aware. And sometimes I warn my dad, hey, don't say that in UK. <laughs> yeah. What do I do here these days? Uh, my major is in uh, social work. To be specific, my um, my field is in community change or community community development. So a lot of work involve uh, organizing a protest or empower people to voice their opinion to the government, and and this is a main reason why I will uh, come to UK because under the circumstances in Hong Kong, I don't think I will have a bright future in Hong Kong because of my job nature. In my last job in Hong Kong, the job nature is very uh, similar to my current job. Yeah, uh, for my uh, last job in Hong Kong, uh, my organization is uh, serving uh, the political prisoner in uh, in Hong Kong. Yeah, and. Today, my jobs in Hong Kong is in Britain. My project is called Project Haven, and we aim to serve the asylum seekers that come from Hong Kong. So the, the nature is very alike. So yeah, and when I saw the uh, uh, job 
job uh, advertisement, I think, oh, I need to apply this job because when I first come to London, I, I'm thinking maybe I will, I don't enter the social welfare sector. I, I wanted to change my career as I'm in a new place, a new country. I want to try something new, but then I saw the job advertisement that that this project is aimed to serve asylum seekers I think I I just had a thought in my heart that I need to do this job because yeah I still care about people in Hong Kong yeah within my job uh, it is necessary for me to communicate with a different uh, government sector yeah and also a lot of uh, need to communicate with a lot of other NGOs and it is a new thing for me so I'm still uh, um, observing and learning how can I communicate more effectively uh, with the with the local sector in UK. Project Haven is a project under the, our organization Hong Kong is in Britain and in Project Haven our main client is the asylum seeker that's from Hong Kong. They suffered from the uh, political movement in, uh, in Hong Kong in uh, 2019 and uh, most of them has been arrested or uh, come out from jail and they want to um, flee to UK for seek for the asylum protection. Yeah. Uh, in our project, we mainly focus on uh, their case to take care of their needs, like because most of them are teenagers, uh, they have the language barrier and they don't know how to fit in the system. The, the system for them is quite unbearable for them, uh, for the paperwork, how to communicate with the government. Yeah, uh, those of these little things that seems easy for local people, but for them it is very, very difficult. And, and some of them have suffered from PTSD because of the arrest yeah, and beaten by the police. So they need someone to accompany them and to walk with them for the whole journey. What's good about London? Ah, it's so vibrant. What I like about London? I would say that because right now I'm learning Spanish myself. When I hop on on the bus or the tube, I can always hear Spanish. And I love that because I can practice, practice my Spanish. But in Hong Kong, you won't have a chance like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, most likely you you hear Mandarin because a lot of tourists coming from mainland China but here I, I can always hear Spanish I think when time comes I when I have the courage and the knowledge that I know Spanish well enough I want to talk to uh, people who speak in Spanish yeah I love that because I have a chance here in London but I, I won't have a chance in in other Asia countries what isn't good about London? Ah, what doesn't work? I think right now, it's of course, uh, to me, it's the uh, cost of living. Yeah, I've only come here uh, just nine months and I can already feel the pressure of uh, cost of living and I can see the price go up and up in the supermarket. It's quite shocking for me that when I first came here, I remembered banana was at 78 pence and then a month ago when I go to the supermarket it's already raised up to 99 pence and it's a huge inflation. Of course I know 20p is not that 
much, but as a percentage, it's very serious. So the cost of living is quite is quite scary for me, and I wonder if what what is it like before the gas and the electricity is not that high. I wonder what what is it like before the huge cost of living. I wonder what it what is it like to live in London. Is it uh, is it more relaxing? I don't know. I don't know. It's quite it's quite challenging for me financially. Yeah. Actually, I love London. Yeah, more than other cities. <laughs> for now, but I think maybe after I settle in. Yeah, for like uh, a few years later, uh, I will consider move outside of London and go explore the other parts of UK. Yeah, but right now I think London is a great place for people who just come to UK. I think it's a great place for us, the beginner, to to stay in UK. Do I have a favorite thing to do or to see in the city? It's it's a it's, I think it's like an old people thing. Uh, I, I feel a little ashamed for saying that, but I like go to the park and just walk and just watch the duck. Yeah, and the goose and the duck and the squirrel. Oh, I love squirrel because in Hong Kong, we if you see a squirrel, it's a very, very lucky. That well, yeah, you you have to go to the mountain or yeah yeah we 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 don't usually see a squirrel yeah I think uh, some of the Hong Kong people won't never see a squirrel in their life yeah because sometimes uh in Hong Kong yeah it's like uh, the last two years I, I know I'm leaving Hong Kong so I I keep exploring Hong Kong yeah for the last time like so I will go to the hill like there's a actually there's a lot of small hills or small mountain in the in the city of Hong Kong but people won't usually go go there but in the last two years, I often uh, explore those places, so I can sometimes see the squirrel. Yeah, but in London, I can always see those little animals, and I love it so much. It's yeah, I love it so 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 much. <laughs> Actually, uh, in the summertime, yeah, when I first came to London, that my jacket has a, a little pocket in the sleeve that I will always put two penis in my pocket. When I see the squirrel, I will, oh, I will of course I will feed them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but that coat is not warm enough, so I I I abandon this uh, habit. Yeah, but I think when it's hotter, when I wear that jacket again, I will always put two penis in my jacket. Yeah. Is there anything that I miss when I'm not here? Um, London. I think London. Um, I think it's the transportation because I have a driver license, but uh, I didn't drive. Uh, I didn't drive on the road. I just passed my exam in Hong Kong, and I don't have any practical experience in driving on the road. So a convenience uh, uh, transportation is very important for me. Yeah. So uh, when I uh, back to Birmingham, my father will drive us around. But uh, but if my father is not uh, available to drive us around, then the transportation is quite it's not that convenient compared to London yeah I think so it's a good thing for for me I am mayor of the day what would I change yeah what I'm gonna change uh, yeah I think it's a great question because for my stage 
I don't usually think that far. That what will I change for the city? Yeah, um, change. I think as I'm a Hong Kong people, I think the the most thing I will think of, the first thing I will think of, is how to help the the Hong Kong community to to truly integrate with the local community. I think, and it is a big step for us. Hong Kong people has a large number coming to UK and I think it's very very important for us to truly integrate with the local community. And actually there's a debate of uh, two paths if that uh, we should build a Hong Kong community first in UK or we should encourage people encourage Hong Kong people to start integrate with the local community yeah this is like a quite like a debate in the local uh, in Hong Kong community but for me I think for the younger generation I think we should I think we should integrate with the local community yeah and uh, because I think it's not a sustainable way to live in UK or London if we just if we do everything within our own Hong Kong community I think it's not a healthy way but there's a lot of situation that you may heard of that uh, people uh, Hong Kong people will especially like some of the places in London because there's already a Hong Kong community like a Sutton or Richmond yeah it's like that I can get that way why Hong Kong people will, will move there because they can uh, get more support between the Hong Kong people yeah but uh, I think that we have to remind ourselves that it's okay for our first year or first two years but as time goes by we have to uh, communicate with the local community we have to integrate with the local community yeah I think it's something that I wish I can help to help those those Hong Kong people to to integrate yeah I know some people will will just think that we'll stay for six years yeah because we will after six years we will get our PR after six years we can get our identity using the BNO uh, route I think some people will just see their lives in UK as a six year mark they only think of how can I survive in these six years yeah and but I think immigration is not about getting the identity it's about your whole life in the new country so yeah we, ha we have to look further and further not not just planning for, for for the six years yeah so I think that's a reminder for Hong Kong people to integrate and also I think it's the openness for Hong Kong people yeah uh, to to accept more new things yeah we often call ourselves slave in Hong Kong because we often obey to the authority yeah we often just uh, suppress ourselves to to adapt to the society so we often laugh at ourselves call ourselves a slave and I think we have to abandon this mindset because we come to a uh, we come to a more open-minded uh, country yeah where can I get the best Cantonese food in London I haven't tried some good Cantonese food to be honest yeah 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 uh, I heard a pod 
pop-up store is good by but I don't have a chance to to visit them because they are a pop-up store when I want to visit them they are almost closing down yeah yeah so besides that pop-up store and I try a few restaurants in London but I don't think that's good yeah so I don't have any recommendation it's not authentic I think yeah it's not of it's not authentic enough for local people, I think. Yeah, but of course I know that. Of course they have to adapt the the, the local market, so I can understand that. Yeah, I think if a local restaurant open in London, I think it would be very popular. But I don't know why there hasn't been a very local uh, restaurant because um, there's a type of a uh, restaurant in Hong Kong we call it Dai Pai Don. It's like the restaurant will cook the dishes with a huge fire. We call it Wok uh, Hei. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 like a term to describe food. Yeah. Yao Wok Hei. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the it's the aroma and the and the smell of of a dish, and you you just can't taste that Wok Hei in the uh, Chinese or Cantonese restaurant in London. You can't taste that, that specific aroma. I, I don't know why. I think people will love it here, but I don't know why this kind of restaurant haven't appeared in, in London. Yeah, I, I, I can't explain. Yeah. Actually, I have a lot of cravings in different times, but my recent craving is a typical noodles in, in Hong Kong. We call Mean. So that is a it's like a card that uh, you can choose different toppings and you can choose like three to four toppings like a brisket or a chicken wings or some vegetables yeah like that and then you can have a mean dai that you can either choose some rice noodle yeah you can choose different kinds of noodle so it is your own combination yeah for you to order and I really really miss it sometimes when we go to the Cantonese or Chinese restaurant and people will often look at the other table and saw what was the local people ordering and will laugh at them because ah they are ordering some dishes that only for the local people that we don't like but you guys will like it a lot yeah it's like the sweet and sour thing yeah something like that and, and we are like okay we won't order that yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But, but as I say, Hong Kong people is judgy. <laughs> we are so judgy. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. <laughs> yeah. And that's it for this episode of I Came to London. Join us again next time for more stories from the people who make London.